the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Left. Got middle, just what I thought. A hook shot at 12. Yeah! All right, all right. Source podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. Uh, introduce uh, our our leaders, our our spiritual warriors. Pastor Juan, what's up, brother? How you doing? Good afternoon, everyone. Um, sorry I can't be there live again today, but uh, you know, proud to be here at least uh, via telephone. So, thanks for having me on. It was nice to have you in the studio the last few few weeks, man. Yeah. I know, man. I miss you guys already. <laughs> yeah. You know but... what? It, you know what it is. I'll confess. You know, I, I didn't have a, a strawberry shake that your wife made, brother. So uh... I figured. <laughs> so you're I'll protesting. Just... You're protesting <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, no, no rioting and looting. You know, I'm, I'm being peaceful. It's a peaceful protest. <laughs> hey, man, brother. Well, we miss you, uh, Big Josh. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, Clemente? What's up, Juan? Josh here. Thanks for having me back. Man, you got that that deep, sexy voice, Josh. You, you ever heard that before? <laughs> Believe it or not, on my on my podcast, a dude told me, "Man, I really enjoy your voice." I was like, "What?" Man, there's no shame in that. You want people to enjoy? Yeah, your no, no, voice. no. But yeah, yeah, it was just different. He's like, "Man, you got a really good sounding, smooth voice." I was soothing, like, cool. "Soothing, soothing voice, soothing." <laughs> all right, all right. So, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about a hot topic, literally burning hot, crazy hot. Uh, like my uh, oldest uh, says, H E double hockey stick. So, <laughs> so uh, I mean, I'm even afraid to say it, right? Uh, hell, and you know, and and Satan, and and the enemy, and you know, everything that's bad about this world, right? It's uh, we're seeing it. We're seeing it right now with uh, with. Uh, the uh, rioters and and looters and and everything else that's uh, that's kind of twisting the whole narrative of uh, of peaceful protests and you know and you know standing up for your for your for your rights really uh, to be able to to speak on topics. So, uh, Josh, what are what are uh, what are some of your thoughts on? on how the enemy is is attacking us uh right now and and have you had any personal experiences uh uh recently um i i'm always the guy that's sort of the one that's always the the odd one out <laughs> like a, a different a little bit of a different perspective um i don't really put a lot of emphasis on the quote unquote enemy you know, I believe the enemy was already defeated um, 2,000 years ago. And the ultimate en- en- enemy being death, which was also defeated by Jesus' resurrection. So, um, I, I, you know, I've mentioned this before on the podcast. You know, it's sort of we live in that time where we're waiting for God's kingdom to fully come and arrive. And the final, like, the last wave of the enemy's attack still sort of fighting against us in a way. So when, when you say the enemy, I think a lot of times, man, uh, it's our own selves. A lot of times we, we, we screw things up on our own so many times and we give the devil quote unquote, the enemy, the devil, Satan way too much credit. You know, um, I think there's a time where you just got to take responsibility for yourself. Like, bro, you have a, a problem with this, with drinking, don't go around the bars or don't go around the homies that drink. Right. You know, you have a problem with with sex or whatever, bro, put a, a porn filter on your phone and your computer or your network. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my take on it. That's just my opinion. Pastor Juan, what, what, what do you think about that? I, I mean, you, you bring up some valid points, Josh. I, I, I mean, we at at some point we need to we need to uh, reflect and and kind of do checks and balances on our own personal actions. So I, I I can't deny that. What about you, Pastor Juan? Yeah, it's it's a great topic, man. And it's again, there's different beliefs, there's different thoughts, and we all bring in our own you know, uh, you know, obviously our own experiences and opinions. 
Um, but man, if we look at from the beginning of time, guys, you know, uh, again, going to when God was hanging out with Adam and Eve in, in the beginning, the book of Genesis, I mean, what we, what we read there is that, you know, God had a conversation and God had a relationship with Adam and Eve and the enemy was there. The enemy was there. And what's interesting is in this, in a physical form, you know, it talks about a snake. Um, but if you look at it from that perspective, I mean, it's, it's a spiritual form where, you know, there's, you can, you know, we call we can call them whispers. We can call them influence. You can call it, I mean, all kinds of different things. And, and here's, here's my thought. All I know is that when, before I had a relationship with Jesus, you know, I was influenced by this world, you know, and, and my actions and, you know, the, the words that were coming out of my mouth. You know, everything that that I represented, you know, was part of this fallen, this broken world. And, you know, when I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and I, I began to read God's word, implement God's word in my life. You know, what's ironic or not ironic? What's what's interesting is my life turned from living in hell. And here's what I mean by living in hell, hopeless, uh, living in fear, always, always having a scarcity mindset. You know, um, you know, sleepless nights. And if you read the scriptures, all those things are things that a person is going to literally live in eternity in, in those things. And so, you know, Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so wages, meaning you're earning, right? You're earning something for the sin that's in your life. And with sin, you know, that brings on more sin. And and not in, and for a lot of us, everything starts from a spiritual standpoint that death means that we are apart, that we're separated. Um, like, you know, uh, Josh just said, you know, when we choose to, you know, live in our sin, whether that's, you know, uh, having sex before marriage, fornication, uh, pornography, I mean, you name it, you know, uh, adultery to on and on and on. The wages, in other words, in other words, what we're going to earn is already hell here on earth, and it's basically a representation of what's going to happen in the future and the life that we're going to have, which is completely separated from God. But multiply that times—I don't know—throw a number out there times a thousand or times ten thousand. Now, let me share with you. Thank you, thank thank you for uh, for the wise words, uh, Pastor Juan. But let me let me share with you where 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 we're getting the the topic of today's conversation and uh there's a there's a uh a book and a uh video i uh, i recently listened to a youtube video uh it's called 23 minutes in hell 23 minutes in hell and what that describes it's it's a uh it, it's it's by bill wise uh, and and uh you know he was uh he's he's talking about a vision of hell that he had uh as a christian man right as a christian man he said uh you know i was living my life as you know as 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 a christian man as as good as i possibly could not necessarily thinking of the reality of what hell is and where we could end up but more along the lines of hey i know i'm saved right i know i'm going to heaven yes there is a bad part where our you know bad people end up going right uh but he 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 didn't really put it into perspective right so it's interesting that it he he describes it so 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 crazy um you know where it frightens you and it should frighten you right uh cuz ultimately that's going to help uh be your compass in life right is hey we all have free will we all have a decision to make to go right to go left right uh and and i feel that in in that conversation that that he has with his audience you know he's describing uh seeing himself almost in an out of body experience where 
his his soul lifted up from his body and he was suddenly in a jail cell right so he's in a jail cell now and two 13 foot picture this 13 foot monsters are there looking at him with this menacing look right just just kind of pacing back and forth and and he's scared out of his mind right and he says i remember it being super hot crazy crazy hot and i was almost stuck to the bottom of the cell because i didn't have any strength right so so he's sharing this this very graphic experience of how you know he's trying to muster some strength to even lift up his head and see what's going on with these with these two monsters right and suddenly he makes eye contact with one of them and one of them picks him up and slams him against against the 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 wall right so he's he's talking about all, all this right and it's it to me it reminds me of a dream or vision or nightmare or something that i had but uh pastor juan have you had have you ever had any any nightmares or any visions of what actual hell would look like um not necessarily dreams or apparitions or anything like that i mean i mean i've i felt you know the presence of evil you know and i've i've felt you know like you go man like that just that didn't feel right. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but I never had a, a vision or you know because I I actually heard Bill Bill's testimony, um, and you're right. It's it really it really describes for me metaphorically, but also literally what I what I felt when I was living in my sin. You see the things that he describes. You know, again, feeling helpless, feeling powerless. Uh, you know, feeling uh, restless where you can't shut your mind off, you know, feeling like no one loves you, feeling lonely. All those things are already a a foreshadowing or not a foreshadowing, but basically telling you that that is life without God. See, when you're living like you're your own God or like God does not exist, for me, you know, when I lived like that for many years, even though I knew of God, but, you know, he wasn't my my Lord. In other words, again, going back to what Josh kicked it off with saying that, hey, I knew this was wrong, but I still wanted to do things my way and not not the way the Lord wanted me to do them. I mean, I was living I was living in that hell. The only thing that was pretty much missing was the temperature, right? The heat that 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 you feel, you know, that you're burning and you're smelling the sulfur like the book of Revelation talks about or brimstone and fire. And uh, but I mean. You know, I, I never got too too high or uh, I, I can't say drunk because I did get drunk a lot before in the past. But, you know, I was I never messed around with, you know, super deep drugs that I hallucinate or anything like that. But I lived in my own hell to understand what he was saying. It, it took me back to, you know, to how I used to live before. Yeah. No, I hear that. I hear that. Josh, how about you? Any any dreams, nightmares, anything, any stories that, that you've heard from personal testimonies that that might make you think huh maybe there is a a physical realm out there that uh um to be honest with you guys not really i remember hearing like some stuff of people's you know um experiences i guess like this guy's vision talking about but uh when i was younger but to be honest no i can't really point to something like oh you know, this is, this is, uh, scaring me or whatever. I had a nightmare last night, actually at 3 a.m. Whoa, 3 a.m. is yeah. hardcore. But it was, it was more of like a, <clears throat> like a, like a Orwellian type of future. Like, uh, we were like hiding, trying to hide in like the shadows of like a abandoned city. And I was trying to find my kids and my family. Like, like post-apocalyptic. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so that was kind of weird. I want to talk a little bit more about like, like right now you just said apoc- apocalyptic mm-hmm. and that word has sort of been hijacked to mean like a literally like an end of the world type scenario. When actually in actuality, do you guys know what that word actually means? Apocalypse or when as it relates to the scripture, it's really just an uncovering. 
or uh, mm-hmm. unveiling. Um, and that's what the book of Revelation is, is sort of a, um, an uncovering. It's like a unmasking of what's really happening in the world. Right. <clears throat> and uh, Juan, what do you, what do you, what, what's your take on that? As far as the Bible, the Bible itself, right, is um, it's full of apocalyptic literature. It's different styles, different writing styles. Um, and like I said, Revelation, from my understanding of the scholars that I've studied, it's really a critique. It's almost it almost reads like a comic book critiquing the Roman Empire. It's um, <laughs> so true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, and then as far as like the general tone uh, of the New Testament isn't necessarily it really is not talking a lot about hell and heaven, really, as well. We I think we really uh, did a bad job of, of our of our interpreting this it really talks about the kingdom of God. I think people equate the king, kingdom of God with heaven, but it was more of the tone of the New Testament is the kingdom of God, i.e., God's realm coming. Right? Jesus is saying the kingdom of God is at hand; it's coming. Right? So somehow we kind of like turned it into this or that. Right? Either you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. When really it's it's kind of saying something else. We what do you think about that one? I again, yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, so again, the ap- apocalyptic. It is like you mentioned. It's it's an unveiling and unfolding of things uh, that that are not previously known or which could not be known apart from the unveiling. Now, uh, what's interesting about Jesus, you know, again, Jesus is the culmination of everything, you know, from the law in the Torah, right? The uh, the Pentateuch, and so w- when Jesus shows up, you know, it's it's basically him saying, "Look, metaphorically, you've been hearing the kingdom of God." was coming while well, the kingdom of God, he says, is at hand. Here I am, you know, I'm the way, you know, John 14, six, he says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And, and with the oppression and with the, you know, systemic, uh, you know, oppression that was going on with the yeah. Roman empire, they were, liter- words, they, they were, yeah, they were literally waiting for a liberator. Absolutely. They were waiting for Jesus riding on a white horse to go know, to war. This, yeah, exactly. To go to war to release them from this, you know, oppression and from, you know, basically slavery, if you will, you know, at that time. And so Jesus completely flips it on them upside down and, and teaches that that it's about service. It's about serving and loving your neighbor as yourself. And so, yes, we we literally can live in our own hell. That's what I was saying earlier. You can yeah. live in your own if you're in yeah. your own hell we right create, now. We create our own hell on Earth. <laughs> right I mean, now, yeah, yeah, like like systems, like kids in cages, right, being detained at like at border. For them, that's hell on Earth right now, yes. right? Or yes. or like you know, people of color being, uh, you know, uh, abused or whatever, being killed by. Uh, you know, everything that's been going on right lately, kind of exposing that whole system of oppression against black people. Right. So to them, that could be hell on earth. And like you were saying earlier, it's like, man, yeah, I create a lot of times our own separation from God, our own hells. Yeah. Now, now that's speaking here, like we're saying is uh, in the physical realm. Now, when it comes to the spiritual realm, you know, the Bible has a lot to say, you know, also, um, you know, it has a ton of literature that talks about, okay, what's, what's next, you know, um, once we're done here, you know, with whatever mission God has given us, you know, that the time, whatever that time is, whether it's 30, 40, 70, 80 years, you know, then we believe as Christians, as followers of Jesus, that there is an eternal place, that there is an eternal place that our soul continues, that we are, that we are, um, you know, in our new bodies, you know, John talks about it in, 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 uh, in, in, uh, the book of revelation. And there's other areas in the gospels that we read, you know, that, that there is an eternal place that we're going to live in. And, uh, and, and Matthew 25, you know, Jesus talks about the sheeps and the goats, you know, when the son of man comes in his glory, he says, you know, and all the angels with him, and he's going to be, you know, sitting on his glorious throne. 
you know, all the nations, he says, are going to be gathered before him. And, and he's going to separate the sheeps, meaning those that are following the shepherd, metaphorically speaking, that he is their Lord and Savior. And he's going to separate the goats from the sheep. And, and the sheep are going to be on the right and the goats are going to be on the left. And so those that go to the right, which is sheep, are going to be living with him in eternity, you know, in, in this glorious place. You know, not in what Clementa talked about, you know, this eternal place without him. Now, here's the crazy thing, guys, that I understand. I didn't understand this, but God doesn't choose hell for us. In other words, God doesn't choose separation, eternal separation for us. He gives us free will and we make the decision if we want hell, meaning complete separation, you know, from God. Or, or we're the ones that make the decision and say, well, I definitely want, you know, I want to be. I want to be in the light. I want to be, you know, underneath God's hand, if you will, and have him bless me. I want, and not just, I'm not talking about materialistically, but all the things that I mentioned earlier, peace, love, joy, you know, I don't want to, I want to have rest. You know, God gives people rest. You know, he gives you, um, you know, all the other things that, that we desperately need versus just the material stuff. Now we seek the material, right? The temporal, um, you know, and we try to fulfill ourselves that way. But I think that's even hell itself here on earth, right? Where we're seeking things to to fulfill ourselves, to make ourselves feel, you know, that presence of God, that love, joy, the peace, the patience, kindness, all those things. But but nothing can fill those that void. It's only Jesus Christ, you know, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. So 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 I think uh, I think we have an understanding of of who God is and and what what heaven is. I I think what we're what we're trying to chew and 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 comprehend is more of the other guy, right? And 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 figuring out what his biggest weapon against us is, and you know, can I can I can I jump in and say something about yes, that real quick, please, before I lose my thought? And so let's let's talk about the world today. And I think you know, Joshua can and you guys will know this. You know, anger. Let's talk about anger. Right. Uh, you know, we we see in the scripture through the Gospels, you know, Jesus is always teaching on loving your brother or sister. Right. Loving one another. There's a lot of one another's and I'm not going to get into those, but one another is love one another. You know, um, and, and so he says, you know, whoever is angry with a brother, meaning, you know, that word means brother or sister. It means humanity, you know, with, without a cause, she'll be in danger of judgment. What judgment is that? Again, is that the Lord will say, listen, I asked you to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, but I also asked you to love your neighbor as yourself. And so um, the anger, from my understanding, when I went to go see a therapist myself, yeah, I'm putting myself out there on front street. <laughs> Everybody you needs know. some therapy, bro. Yep. Amen. Anger anger is a secondary emotion that, that comes out based on you feeling humiliated, you feeling oppressed. You feeling uh, discriminated? You feeling racism? And I'm speaking on terms of what's going on in our world today. And so we have to deal with those things. And Jesus teaches us that the law, you know, the first five books of the Bible tells us that, hey, an eye for an eye. But then Jesus came and, and flipped it upside down. Again, Jesus is the culmination, meaning he is the complete law showing us that if we're going to follow something, it's going to be through Jesus Christ that we follow what the law looks like. And so he set the standard higher and said, listen, don't hate your brother. Like if you hate your brother, that is literally, that's, that's like murder. You know, the law used to say, take, you know, an eye for an eye or, or, you know, try not to cross that line. You can hate him, but you know, don't murder. Okay. Well, Jesus came and said, no, don't even, don't even have hate. Don't have anger. Right. Because anger will take over. There's plenty of Proverbs that, that speaks to, you know, to saying, hey, anger will take over and you'll fly off the handle. And I think you guys, you know, we talked about this in previous episodes where, hey, you know, there was abuse or something happened in between your families and you wanted to take matters into your own hands. And so, you know, we're the ones that want to bring the wrath and justice. And but it's not up to us to do that. God is teaching us through his example, through Jesus Christ, him incarnate, you know, God himself saying, listen. I'll avenge you. I'm the one that's going to bring the wrath. You just got to, you know, do what I'm telling you to do and just trust me in this. I don't know. Anybody want to speak else? It's something else on that because that's, you know, anger. Anger is hell on earth. Yeah. And I think anger, 
uh, the the root of it is is really fear and uncertainty, and you know, and 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 the devil's biggest uh, weapon, I think, is twisting the truth and maybe Amen. absolutely making you believe that you're not good enough or making you making us believe that he doesn't even exist right that it, that it's <laughs> yeah that it's our world you know you only live once type of mentality do whatever it is that you want to 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 do that's gonna that's gonna give you pleasure Right. So that's that's the enemy's lie to us. Right. Is hey, hey, never mind all that Bible stuff and and be good. And hey, if you want to drink, drink, you want to have sex, have sex and you want to cheat on your wife and, you know, and do all this stuff. Right. That's that's that guy. And I'll share with you guys. Uh, I, I have had a, a a dream or a vision or uh, I'm not really sure uh, what it was, but. I, I remember uh, being almost uh, hunted, right? I, I'm in my bed and I'm and I'm trying I'm trying to fall asleep and I'm and I'm and I'm tossing turning and, and and there's this uneasiness about it, right? And and I remember dreaming that I was looking out the window and there was this little gargoyle demon type of type of little dude just kind of hunting me down and. And, and and looking looking for me and trying to trying to trap me trying to get me right and then and then suddenly balls of fire start falling from the sky right and this is when, when i know it's a dream and not real right so i'm i'm running outside of the house and almost like uh, uh asteroids or or meteorites or, or something are, are falling from the sky right and, and i'm freaking out and i and i'm running around trying to trying to find my my brother i didn't have my kids at the time but i'm trying to find my my kid brother and and I, I i run into my best friend and we start we start running together right just dodging these balls of fire and picture this whole you know apocalyptic right scene where you know buildings are burning it's pitch black and everybody's running around in hysteria uh and then suddenly we come across this uh, this building, right? This short little building where people are praying. I know people are praying in there, right? And I tell my buddy, I said, let's go in here. And he's like, no, let's go over there better. And it was like this big uh, high rise building where there's a line around the block, right? And it seems like there's this rooftop club where everybody's kind of it's the end of the world having a, a, a last last uh, party, right? Uh, and and it looks like a lot of fun, right? So I look at him. I'm like, all right, well, let's go then. And and he's like, Let, let's go around the back. And we climb up this ladder. You know those ladders that they have alongside buildings? We're climbing yeah. up this ladder. Boom, boom, boom. Avoiding the long line, right? And then we get to the rooftop of it. And I remember there's this, it's so crazy. This dream was like maybe 15 years ago. And, and I, I clearly have a, a vision of, of what happened. Like it's so vivid still. Right. I think it's appropriate for today's show that I'm, that I'm remembering this so vivid. So I'm, I'm right there and picture this club, right? Remember when we all used to go to the clubs and, and people had a guest list, right. And, and you could go in you know front of the line you didn't have to wait in line if you were on this list right so so we go to the to the the club and you could see that it's jamming in there right and and i remember going in and, and peeking in through this little window and and this lady's asking me for for my name and i tell her my name and she's like you're not on the list but i remember peeking in there and people are having sex, and my friends are in there. It looks like yeah. fun, right? It, yeah, yeah, it's like you know these guys are you know drinking, doing drugs, and and just having a blast in there, right? And I remember my buddy, <laughs> I'm not gonna say his name because I, I I love him too much for this, but I remember you know he was next, and he said his name. And, oh yeah, here you are, right here. Boom, he goes inside, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's 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 locked in, and and I'm like. Hey, my buddy's in there already. Let me in. What do I got to do? You know? 
And she's like, well, just say, just say that, that you want in and, and I'll get you in. So I'm like, yeah, for sure. I want in there. Right. You're sure. Yes. Suddenly I'm in the club. It's not fun anymore. People are, are hurting. People are burning. It's hell. It's like I was I was tricked into thinking, oh, this, it's this fun place where everybody's partying up and having a blast. But it's uh, and it was kind of like kind of like what uh, the guy described in in 23 minutes of, of hell. Uh, and his name is 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 escaping me right now. But Bill, uh, Bill. Yes. Pastor Bill. Yes, yes, yes. Pastor Bill. And uh, so so anyhow, uh, I'm I'm super terrified. Right. And then I hear I hear a voice and it's like clam clam right and I look up at the corner of the of the wall and I see a little a little beam of light right and I go over there and he's like grab my hand right and it's my kid brother uh he's like grab my hand grab my hand so I I reach out to this little corner where maybe my fingertip fits right and he pulls me out and he's like, we got to get out of here. I'm not supposed to do this. So we start we start running, right? He's like, I got to hide you. I got to hide you, you know? And and we get to this, like, barn almost, right? The, everything's still happening, right? The balls of, of fire are still falling through the sky. And, and he takes me into this barn. He's like, I got to hide you. And I'm like, all right. And I remember hiding in this barn with, like, hay and all this stuff, right? And then this this gentleman comes in through the doors and he comes in and he says, no, uh, 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 you can't do that. He's already mine. Right. Mm. And, and he guesses at who this gentleman is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and suddenly my brother kneels down and he gets up and he turns into this 15 foot. Uh, St. Michael Archangel type of character, mm. right? Wings come out, big sword comes out, and he's like, if you want him, you're going to have to come and get him. You're going to have to get through me, right? And he's telling me, just keep praying. Keep praying to God. You know, repent. Keep praying to God. Let me deal with this character, right? And and he's like, you can't. And the, the bad guy, he's like, you can't do that. He he already renounced you. He he are he he already accepted my kingdom. You know, he was already in my house. And and, and then and then boom, I wake up and the dream's over. Wow. And it, was, it was so <laughs> surreal. It was, How long ago was that? Probably about 15 years ago. Be, and you remember it so well. Yeah. Before before I had my. My my experience with 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 God and the Holy Spirit, which I, I've shared on on the show before, before I became a you know a born again Christian, uh, you know, so it's it's it almost feels like I love watching movies, right? I'm, I I wish I was more of a reader, right? Uh, I know Josh, you've been giving me some some books to read, and and maybe I I go through them for like you know 20, 30 minutes, and then you know the letters start kind of jumping around, and 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 it, it becomes getting blurry. <laughs> yeah, it becomes really taxing. But uh, but but I promised myself uh, that I was going to read ten books this year, so uh, I got to do that. But what are some of, some of your thoughts, Josh, on, on on what you just heard? Man, that's crazy. Like I never, I never. Um... I will always validate somebody's uh, in spiritual encounter or experience, you know, uh, who am I to say, uh, Oh, that's, you know, that didn't happen or that's crazy. Like, yeah, I'll always validate that. That's nuts. No, I've heard people who've had these visions and, and seeing things and having dreams and yeah, for, for sure. It's, it's, it's your mind, you know, uh, or getting tuned in into the spiritual realm in a way. So that's that's nuts, man, and it's crazy how you remember every detail so vividly. <laughs> and that, oh, and, yeah. and that one, I can say safely that it was one hundred percent a dream, right? Unlike yeah. unlike my my experience with the Holy Spirit, where I knew I was up, I was I was purposely shown that hey, you're not dreaming, son, you're you're up. I thought I saw like a little uh, like a little uh leprechaun one time but i might have been high i can't say if it was real or not <laughs> i was like 16 so i don't <laughs> you know you know what comes to my mind is 
and you guys are probably, and I'd love to hear your input. I think this whole thing about hell has been, I mean, Hollywood has done a good job of hijacking it and really giving us this picture of it's got to be this, this red, you know, horned, you know, long tail pitchfork dude that, that is Satan. And it's not, it's not, you know, and I think that we, we really put too much emphasis, you know, uh, I think Josh was alluding to this, you know, to, you know, making it seem, you know, like, Hey, there has to be this physical form, but I want to remind us all here is that, you know, the description that came to my mind, Clemente, clearly, especially when you said that your brother turned into the form of, you know, the archangel Michael, and, and and the battle between that guy, you know, which is Satan himself saying, hey, he belongs to me. What he was saying there is that, in other words, your soul now belongs to him. Right. Right. And so Matthew 10, 28 came to my mind and it's it reads, it says, fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather, you know, Matthew said, fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And so there's there's this spiritual battle, and again Ephesians chapter six comes to my mind that that uh, Paul taught sent this letter to the church in Ephesus, which is circulated around all the churches. But it was it was a word of encouragement to the church and telling them and say, listen, you have to put on the armor of God, and he walks through what that armor looks like because there is this spiritual realm that is fighting for our souls. You know, God is using us. You know, Christ followers, all three of us and everyone who has, has surrendered their life and their will over to God through Jesus Christ, by faith, through grace. And, and we're reconciling this broken world ourselves. We are. That's what we call ourselves, the army of God. You know, we're the ones in the front lines, literally in the spiritual realm, doing what your brother in, in your dream is doing is, is seeing people trying to get into these parties because if, if there's anything that that the Bible calls Satan is a liar and a deceiver. And so from the outside looking into this club that was going on, that sounds to me, I pictured Vegas. You yes. know, you're at these, yes. one of these hot, hot spots. You know, there's a line formed outside. You know, you got, you got, you know, your, your savings money in your pocket, but you're willing to spend it and try to get in and be with the in crowd, you know, be known and be seen to take your Instagram pictures, your, your photo opportunities with, you know, a, a rock star or a famous rapper or whatever. But once you're in the middle of it, once you've made the decision and the choice to get in, you know, it, it's harder to get out. Modern, Unless, uh, modern day Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Amen, bro. And so, again, you know, we got to put on the spiritual armor of God because we, we are in a battle literally every single day. You know, for our souls, and that's either we're going to choose hell, like we're talking about, or we're going to choose heaven. You know, and walk with God. So, Pastor, how 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 do we put on that armor? How do we defend ourselves? How how are we able to kind of pick off sin before we fall into it, or do we always have to put our our hand in the fire and experience it for for ourselves? No, man. I you know, there's a saying. You know, uh, smart people learn from their own mistakes, right? Well, wise people, wise people learn from other people's mistakes. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. And so it, it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. Like, again, it's not easy like we think, but it's definitely doable. Now, the issue here is that we're trying to do it on our own, you know, because we all, and, and here's the thing, you know, we think that we're good. That's, that's the part where the deception comes in, right? The enemy says, well, you're a good person. And what do we do? We compare ourselves to our friend or compare ourselves to the person on TV or compare ourselves to a person that we once knew. You right. know, I mean, I used, I used to do it with drinking. Uh, you know, I'm not that guy. I mean, I drink, but I'm not as bad as him. I'm or, not hammered. Or, yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not trashed every day. Right. And, and that's and that's I saw a guy fall on his face the other day drunk. No. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what I mean? But again, he he would say, "Hey, I'm just a weekend partier. I'm not like yeah. my boy that drinks every single day." You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Or, or and, and so to yeah, go ahead, bro. Or the guy that's smoking weed every day, right? That's yeah. uh, well, at least I'm not doing cocaine. And the guy that's doing cocaine, well, at least yes. I'm not doing heroin. You know, correct. Or the yeah. guy, or the or here's here's the deal. Let's let's just that's here here was my defense. Well, you know, I can shut it off any time. You know, I don't struggle with you know looking at pornography. It's not an addiction. And when a person says I can shut it off anytime, you know, it's like, all right, that's called pride. 
Anyways, to and, answer and your denial. question and denial, listen, we, we got to remember those of us that are followers of Jesus, the struggle, you know, Paul says the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, right? It's, it's the spiritual forces of evil, you know, that are here right now. Because again, if you read the, if you read the Bible, we know that that Lucifer himself, Satan, which is another name for Satan, you know, he was casted down here along with a third of the angels of heaven, you know, and there, and he's the ruler here on earth right now. And it's all he uses lies and deceptions. And so this armor, this full armor of God that you mentioned, you know, uh, to, to, you know, that I mentioned. And then you said, hey, how do we do this? You know, first thing that he says is we got to stand firm. And then there's this belt of truth, the belt of truth buckled around our waist. You know, there's the breastplate of righteousness. Uh, there's the feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, you know, and we got to take up the shield of faith that extinguishes the flaming arrows of the evil one and a helmet of salvation. And then finally, the sword of the spirit. And that's God's word. And I mean, I don't I mean, it's too long to try to explain all of this. But man, if you can read that, whoever's listening to this and really take time and break that down and what those things mean, it's powerful. You know, what I love uh, is. With modern technology, all you gotta do is ask Siri or or whoever, <laughs> Google. yeah, Google, and whatever topic that you're struggling with, right? If you're struggling with pornography or or with uh, uh, racism or hate, you know, and it, it you know, look, look for scripture, look for Bible verses, right, that talk about specifically about this topic, and you're just gonna give yourself knowledge and strength to be able to combat. And, and again, we, we talk about this all the time is, is God doesn't necessarily up, appear to everybody, right? He, he's not necessarily going to have a conversation with you, but he uses people, right? He yeah. uses form of communication like this podcast, right? So if you're listening to this and you're relating and you're like, man, that's, I'm, that's something that I struggle with. That's something that, that, that I'm constantly dealing with or thinking about, right? Then the resources, you have them in your hand, right? Align yourself with a good church. You know, if you're, I know we got some listeners out in Ireland and, you know, and, and, and other, other countries out there uh, or states, if, if you don't have a, a, a church that's, that's within, you know, walking distance from you, then, then look for look for something online and just we can have that constant communication with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We don't have to be in a physical building, but it helps. It helps to be around other godly fear, God fearing people uh, that can that can help be our counselors that can help guide us uh, whenever we are feeling a little bit like the enemy's tugging on me a little bit harder uh you know and usually it's it's when we're when we're hurting financially it usually it's when we're when we're uh you know dealing with with some sort of adversity right that that has gotten us feeling defeated right uh so i i would just encourage you if you're if if you're one of those uh people like you know, like uh, Josh and Pastor Juan and myself have been there many a times before where we're we just need help. You know, we're we're seeking some sort of guidance, some sort of knowledge out there. Uh, so, you know, just encourage you for sure. Talk to Google, talk to somebody, uh, you know, give us a call, you know, reach out to us and and, uh, and, and we'll we'll try to we'll try to help you as much as 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 uh, as we can. Yeah, that's that's a good word, bro. And 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 we don't want to give off hopefully the impression that any of us have it all together. You know, um, again, you know, every every day we're we're trying to you know better our relationship with Christ. And the beautiful thing about us three here is that you know we we hold each other accountable. You know, we talk about different topics. We we value each other's opinions, but ultimately, you know, God is God is our our, our word. God is the word, and God is what's you know, what's ultimate standards and his, his law, if you will, is what what supersedes any of our thoughts or opinions. And I think that's where a lot of people, too, guys, I don't know if we can speak into that. You know, we fall into the trap that, I mean, man, I've met some amazing, brilliant, 
you know, philosophical. I mean, just, I mean, they would blow your mind just speaking on things. And, and, and we begin to overanalyze or overthink things, you know, instead of listening, listening more and speaking to God with an open heart and mind and saying, God, you know, reveal to me, reveal yourself to me. You know, I really want to, whether it's, you know, looking outside and being in, in nature, you know, your creation or, you know, quietly sitting in my room or, you know, if you speak to him and you truly come with a posture of humility and, and ask him to reveal himself to you, and he'll reveal himself to you. Trust me, he will, because he, you're his creation. He loves you and he, he wants you to have, you know, I always say this, you know, the prayer is, hey, Lord, let, you know, let it be here you know, on earth as it is in heaven. I mean, that is the prayer that, that he taught. That's the Lord's prayer um, that he taught his, his disciples to pray. I know. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And I know uh, sometimes we call it our conscience, right? The little voice in our head that's, that's, that's talking to us. Uh, I, I call that God, right? So, so sometimes we, we pray and we ask and we give thanks. Just stop and listen. Yeah. And focus on what that little voice in your head is telling yeah. you. <clears throat> that still small voice. That's God right it's God. there. It's God. Yeah, it's not in the in the in the mighty rushing wind, the scripture says. It's not in the lightning. It's not in all that, but it's that small voice inside you. Absolutely. And 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 again, protect your heart, protect your mind, right? Because the the enemy also uses people and sometimes you know you know you might you might see that co-worker in the office that keeps smiling at you right even though you want to be you want to be kind you also got to protect your heart you got to protect your mind right because the devil is always trying to trying to trying to get us to fall into that temptation uh so we can say i'm not worthy of the kingdom of heaven you know I messed up. I messed up again, you know, after I swore, after I promised that I wouldn't look at this or or or, or do that or, you know, or, or, or smoke weed again or or, you know, it's all these different angles, all these different attacks that are constantly coming at us. Right. Uh, all right. So. Are you guys not 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 to, not to switch gears? We're, we're we're staying in the same in the same kind of topic. But are you guys, either one of you, uh, big horror film uh, movie buffs? Where man, you saw this movie and it just scared the you know what out of you. And <laughs> either one of you guys, uh, I um, not really. Cause I was afraid of like scary movies, but I, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, like having bad dreams about Darth Vader when I was a little kid, like he was looking for me, trying to kill me. And I remember being in San Francisco in one of my dad's churches in the city and like running down. So we had like, a, it was like two, two layers. So you walk in and you can go downstairs and you can go upstairs. I remember like running downstairs, trying to hide under a table and I could hear him. I can hear him breathing, looking for me. Um, but I wasn't afraid of like Star Wars. It just was like Darth Vader was like hunting me. <laughs> well, Star Wars is the ultimate film of good and evil. Yeah. Right. The force. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The dark side. Oh, the the Matrix too. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 what, what kind of made you feel that that was uh, uh, good and evil uh, on the Matrix, Pastor Juan? Well, I mean, first of all, Neo. If you scramble the letters, means the one. One. Yeah. And, and the beautiful part about that is that, you know, he's given a choice and it's free will. And if you remember the world that he's living in, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's just the world that we live in here. But going into the actual matrix is a different realm. It's a different, you know, uh, it's, a, it's like the spiritual realm. But in order to do that, you have to make a decision. You have to make a choice in order to be enlightened, in order to be woken up. And so you got to choose the red pill or the uh, the green. Was it green or blue? Red or blue pill? Red, yeah, red or blue. Yeah. And so in that realm, though, there's an enemy, right? There's the agents that are going after him, and that are they're basically trying to destroy him because he's finally woken up. He's he's enlightened to understand that this power that's inside of him 
you know, you know, is is something that he hadn't woken up to. But it took somebody, it took his his girlfriend and this group of woken up, you know, agents or not agents, but this woken up team to say, hey, listen, there's there's something more out there for you, you know, and but Morpheus. you're so yes, Morpheus and uh, well, gosh, what was his girlfriend's name? Trinity. Slick hair. Trinity. Trinity. And isn't it ironic her name Trinity? <laughs> Holy Trinity, baby! <laughs> I, I'm telling you, bro, that movie's all you know metaphorical, spiritually. I I have me, I I I gotta watch it again. I I can't really re remember too much about it. I remember seeing it once or twice, but I never really got into it like I did with Star Wars and you know yeah. and all the other uh, big time movies out there. So you you asked me about uh, you know having this dream or whatever you know of evil for me brother it was uh, a presence um, I was I was uh, just newly wed with my wife Jenna and we watched a show um, gosh it's this weird show I can't remember the name of it but it's it was it, anyways we watched it and it was this scene where uh, they're in an asylum there's a there's a uh, a nun, and it's basically really evil, and, and it's just you just I just felt really weird watching it, and uh, so I go to bed. We prayed, and I went to bed, and let me tell let me tell you, in the middle of my dream, I'm like I'm sleeping. I feel like this pressure on top of me, and I feel like this presence in the room, and it wakes me up. And as I wake up, I look over at Jenna, my wife, and she's like wide awake, and I look at her and I go. Hey, babe, what's going on? And she's like, I don't know. I just felt like something was in the room. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what woke me up right now. And that's why I'm up. Mm. And she's like, I didn't want to tell you because it's just weirded me out. And I said, you know what it was? And she was like, yeah, we got it. It was that show that we watched. It's like it's, we felt like it opened up a portal to something weird. Now, here's the trippy part, right? So we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we, re you know, we rebuked it in the name of Jesus and we slept the next morning, fellas. Check this out. We're downstairs making breakfast. My wife's chilling, watching. I don't know what she was watching. The Price is Right. She loves Drew Carey and watching The Price is Right. <laughs> My wife, too. <laughs> and, yeah, bro. And her brother comes downstairs. This is when he was living here. I'm literally right now, you know, talking to you guys through in his room where he used to sleep. And he goes downstairs, you know, like 11 in the morning. He's a night owl, so he woke up late. And he's like, we're like, hey, bro, what's up? How are you doing? And he goes, Hey, did you guys, did you guys like feel something last night? I looked at Jenna like, what? And and she goes, and he goes, yeah, I couldn't sleep last night. I felt like somebody was in my room. Wow. And I was like, bro, what did you feel? Did you see anything? He goes, no, I kind of just rolled over, but I felt like something was on top of me. The same thing that I felt in our room, which is across the hallway, he felt in his room. And I told Jenna, I said, we're never watching that show again. We're done. I'm not opening a portal or anything in that realm. I said, I'm done. I'm not going to watch any scary shows, movies. I, I just, I'm not going to do it. What show was it? I forget the name of it, bro. It's called like, uh, I can't remember, man, but it's been on, it's like been on like six, seven seasons or eight seasons already. Oh, American horror story. Yes. That's the one. Uh, that, oh, we've seen all of those. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> you watch no those. Way, bro. All of them. No, my wife and I, no uh, my my wife and I are addicted to anything uh, supernatural, scary. anything scary. I mean, no I'll, I'll share with you guys some something similar where where we felt like a portal or something evil was opened up by us watching. Went to go check out The Conjuring, I think part two or something. Uh, we went to the to the movie theater and and it was super scary. And and then we're coming back home. And my wife keeps talking about the the demon that was in that movie, right? Uh, I think uh, they referred to it as Valak or something. Uh, so, so then uh, when we get home, she's like, for some reason, I can't get it out of my mind. And anybody that that knows my wife, she loves to uh, figure out all the details, right? She's like always trying to figure out as much details as she possibly can about a topic, right? She almost gets obsessed with something. Uh, so, so she is, I say, well, you know, what is it that you're wanting to know? She's like, you know, is it, is it a fictional character that the movie just, you know, it, you know, took out of 
there it is. There's there's the <laughs> there's a horror there's a horror story, right? Is it something that they made up or or, or it, based on something real? Right, yeah. right, right. So so she starts googling and researching it, and it starts talking about how to summons the actor. <laughs> oh, no I'm, way, I'm like, turn no. that off immediately, right? But as we're going to bed, as we're going to bed, she's like, babe. I can't get that name out of my head. So wow. we we started praying yeah. hard. Yeah. Hard. Put on some worship music and just yeah. Yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> so so there's definitely some truth to to uh uh you know I don't know if it's just watching this kind of stuff, but you know, if it's if it's constantly in your head. Yeah, your mind your mind doesn't uh your mind is a is an amazing thing, right? It picks up on on everything. It picks up on everything, even your subconscious, right? So it's constantly working, scanning, observing, and and storing that information in your head. So yeah, it could definitely get weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't, man. I don't, I don't watch scary movies. To me, I, I just, I just don't like the genre. I would much rather watch like a you know a drama or a something a documentary. Yeah. So still, the scary. I mean. I've seen them all. Still, to this day, the scariest movie of all time, The Exorcist. Exorcist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never, never could watch the whole thing, bro. I only watched about 20, 30. That's when she starts peeing on herself. <laughs> and, and and they start going to the doctor to try to figure out what's wrong. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. I don't need <laughs> I don't, to see, I don't I need to see, see anymore. Thing. Nope. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We're going to give some people nightmares. <laughs> yeah, bro. Even the music's freaking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that one, and then I think the Conjuring stories are are pretty creepy as well, just because they're all based on, on actual events that, that, that went down. Uh, but, I mean, I think that there's a misconception out there that if I don't believe in that, in that jazz, then then it can't hurt me it can't right it can't attack me and the truth of the matter is if you believe that there's a god then it's it's written in the bible that there is an enemy right and to josh's point even though he has been defeated right he's he's still out there like a roaring yeah. lion you know trying to trying to uh pounce on us and and trying to to rob us of eternal heaven and what god has laid out for us so yeah i would just encourage everybody to you know be proactive when it comes to uh guarding your soul guarding your heart guarding your mind uh you know it's uh it's 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 a constant fight that's going on it's it's something Absolutely. that it's something that we don't necessarily see but it's but it's real. Yep. One hundred percent. Closing thoughts, closing remarks, guys. Uh my closing thoughts, I because I kind of let you guys talk that second half. Um, I always like to bring it back to context, you know, and scripture and stuff. Did you know that Gehenna, which is what the word that's used in the New Testament where we kind of get that word hell was a literal place. Um, it's literally a, a, a pit of trash that was mm -hmm. always burning. Um, so you can actually go to Israel and you, you can stand in the place that was quote unquote hell. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it was a literal, a literal uh, place. So interesting stuff. Yeah. And that's where, that's where Jesus told Peter that he was going to build his church. Right. Uh, as he actually, he says, that uh, the gates of hell were not prevail, and he was basically standing, you know, and behind him in the backdrop was this was place. Gehenna, yeah. Yep. Cool stuff. Absolutely. I, hey, I, my closing. Oh, oh go, go ahead, ahead, bro. Go ahead. Oh, and I also just wanted to make the distinction. Like, this is the way I understand scripture. You know, um, that heaven. You know, it, it's it's. Uh, Never mind. We'll say that for another show. <laughs> we'll say that for another I like show. It. Yeah, I just wanted to tell everybody that you know we appreciate you guys you know listening in and you know I know we got people like you know uh, from Ireland and from the states all over 
but do us a huge favor. Uh, subscribe, hit the subscribe button and, you know, share it out there. You know, our goal is to, again, reach more people with, you know, uh, you know, with the good news of Jesus Christ. You know, he is the source. You know, that's why we, we call it the source, because, you know, it's all about our Lord and Savior Christ, uh, Jesus. And uh, so if you can subscribe, man, that'd be awesome. Help us out, you know, get the word out. Absolutely. Share it, share it, share it through your Facebook, your Instagram, your social medias. Uh, guys, again, thank you so much. I love I love you both. I'm closing out with P.O.D. song, Sleeping Awake from the Matrix soundtrack. Those are the homies from yeah. San Diego. There it is, there it is. I'm Got- a big Matrix fan. I have the Matrix poster behind Clemente. I got to rewatch awesome. it. I got to rewatch it. God bless, guys. We'll talk soon.